Racing in South Australia today at uh, Border Town. They have eight races on the card. The first event, Victorian time, is at one thirty. And Nadia Horn joins us to have a look at the quaddy legs today. Good morning, Nadia. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, looking forward to getting your thoughts on today's program. We'll look at the the, the quaddy legs. Uh, race uh, five is your first leg. You're on a soft five, soft five there, but. Uh, it's the firmest track of uh, any meetings that we're previewing today. We're pretty much heavy tracks across the board, soft six at sale. Everywhere else is a heavy eight, and you're on a soft five. And uh, your first thing of the quality race, number five. Uh, number eight, Crown Harmonium. Number nine, I should say, Crown Harmonium, $3.50. Heads the market from number three, Airtime. And seven, Go Boo Boo at $4. I'm going to put number one, Manhattan Arch, on top here, Dan. I just thought that um, he's a seven-year-old. He brings good to form from over the border in Victoria before he went over to Adelaide for a, a couple of runs. And he's been racing very consistently. Look, he's got to carry the big weight, obviously, a 61.5 kilos. But he's going to settle handy in the run. And he might just have a, a bit of a class edge on some of these. Look, the figures he's been running to recently have been quite solid. So I'm putting one Manhattan arch on top. Three airtime I've got him as the main danger. He's another who's going particularly well at the moment. He's deep into a campaign. His effort last time out was good. Look, he made up very good ground from back in the field, only to be beaten a couple of lengths in the run home. And he did have some handy late-closing splits. So he's another who looks suited. Nine Crown Harmonium. Um, she's at a few runs back from a break now. She's a month though between runs, but she's been going around in much tougher races. And uh, she's definitely up to giving this a shake if she's anywhere near right. And seven go boo-boo, my fourth pick. One, three, nine, seven, race five. Race six, Border Town, soft five, the track condition there. Scratching is seven. Uh, the favourite is eight and a keel at $2.90, but in the market a one, Clever Man at three forty, two another free glass at four forty. The top three, Nadia, in the, in the market at least, race six. Yeah, look, I'm putting number eight and a keel on top. I do feel that she looks probably one of the better bets on the program. Uh, hence the market really gravitating towards her. Um, there have been some scratchings in the race too, which uh, have just made it a, a lot easier for her. Look, she's got metropolitan form to her credit. Uh, she was a, a favourite in town last time out, and she was only beaten two and a half lengths, and, and that was a pretty good run. And she didn't really have the best of luck throughout where she struck a bit of interference at a vital stage. So now that she's fitted for three runs back and the blinkers go on again, um, and being on the minimum, um, she looks very hard to beat. I've got one clever man in as the main danger who ran particularly well first up. Uh, two for third, another free glass um, who has had a few runs back now. This preparation should get a good run just off tempo. And for good girl Bella, I've got in as the next pick. I've gone eight one two four race six. In the seventh event, no scratchings. Arnica number eight at three dollars thirty. Ten Rose Tiara three dollars eighty. Uh, then out two about seven fifty for four. Strike style nine dollars. Oakfield Captain eight dollars. Capricorn Ridge nine dollars. Smart Promise. That's in race seven. Yeah, look, I'm going for number eight, Arnica. I feel that you know she's the one to beat. She's had the one run back now. This preparation, and she gets into a race where there doesn't have to be a heck of a lot of speed, and she's got um, natural a tactical speed where she can be handy in the run. Now, her first up run was in much stronger grade. It was in a race in town. She got back. She was only beaten three lengths in the run home, and she was really getting warm over the last little bit. She'll derive a stack of benefit out of that. So the eight on top, number one, Malays, I've got in for second. Bit of a two runs back from a break, and um, I'm expecting... Actually, we've got the wrong number there. I've got uh, in for second, number two there. Um, number four, I should say, <laughs> striking style. He's had... 
um, is resuming from a break and ran well first up last preparation, is going to get back. Um, usually takes a couple of runs before he tends to um, hit his peak, but um, he does rate well on his best figures for a race like this, and um, he does get in well, as I said, under the grade. So I've got it in for second. Six rhythmatic for third, deep into a campaign, getting on in years now, a 10-year-old, but um, you can never discount him. He's such an honest horse, and 11, smart promise, my fourth pick. I've got eight, four, six, and 11 in race seven. Race eight, so your last event at 5.40, which is which is our time. Uh, the scratching is 12. Pretty open race, though. Uh, Miss Catastrophe, number six, heads the market. It's at $3.70, but... Uh, Five, uh, oh sorry, three Grimesy, five fifty, four after you, five fifty, one go ballistic, six fifty, seven hour Alley Rose at seven dollars. There looks like, well, there's a lot of horses in the market anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's a tough race to finish the day. I'm going for number six, Miss Catastrophe. However, she's had the three runs back now. This preparation, she's likely to get back, um, but she does get in okay here with only two kilos over the minimum. Um, she's been going around at Port Lincoln. So a real change um, in trying to assess a lot of her form lines there. But she seems to be racing quite consistently. And uh, obviously different horses, I feel that, you know, this form that she's been going around in recently lines up quite well. So six on top. Uh, four after you, the main danger, who's had the one run back now, this preparation. Uh, seven hour Ellie Rose goes in for third. She won three starts ago and her subsequent efforts have been okay. And then eight, Miss Gadsby, um, who you wouldn't be surprised if it improved because it's going to get a fairly good run on speed. I've gone six, four, seven, eight in the last. Okay, Nadia, and what about your best bets uh, today at Bordertown? Best bet comes up race 68, McKeel. Best at odds, race four, number five, um, Barracone. And as far as our um, potty today, we go one, three, nine in the first leg, one out the eight in the second, four, six, eight, 11 in the third leg, and four, six, and seven in the last. Thanks, Nadia. Have a great day. Thanks, Dad. Nadia Horn looking at uh, Border Town. Nine races uh, at the Sunshine Coast uh, today. Howie Walter joins us. Good morning, Howie. Morning to you, Dan. Uh, just having a look, there was no rain yesterday at the Sunshine Coast, but in the previous six days, 350 mils of rain. So that's... Um, 14 inches of rain in the previous six days, and we're dealing with a heavy eight, which is remarkable within itself. Well, it's extraordinary, isn't it? Friday, of course, they um, switched it to the poly for the Friday evening meet. Now, and when you look at today's forecast, I must admit I'm surprised they haven't switched this to the poly, but it'd be interesting to see if it's even safe to race this. They're talking about damaging winds, large hail, heavy rainfall, potentially 40 to 80 mils unfolding all along that southeast coast somewhere between the um, afternoon and the evening. So hopefully everyone stays safe and hopefully they get through the meeting. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, it's uh, even money and drifting at the moment. So hopefully your better bets are on the earlier part of the card because there's nine races today in the first event, uh, uh, Victorian time, one twenty-five. In that first race, the scratchings are five, six, and nine. Swan Island at two dollars thirty. It sounds all the rain coming. It might be a Swan Island. Well, if you, you know, if this race is still what two hours away, and the forecast is thirty-two degrees. The key to this is just how this track is. Come race one, because Swan Island would be very um, doubtful on a heavy track. I'm going to go with number four, my best effort, 
a last start winner at Sangul, and that's the sort of form that these horses bring to this race. It's now and it's, it's had another stable change since then, so it's now in its fourth stable this calendar year, if you don't mind. So not sure what's going on there. One start on the heavy. That was uh, for a win. That was when with uh, Chris Waller, and it won that race at Bendigo back in October 2020. It maps well here, gets a claim for Wendy Peel. So all things considered, Dan, I think for my best effort is the safest way to go in this race. I've got three Swan Island in for second. She's won her last two races, Kilcoy and then a soft seven at the Gold Coast. So soft seven sounds all right, but just her previous two in the heavy, uh, they don't make for good reading down the track on both occasions. Number one, high cost, first up from a spell, no trials. And high cost, he's a nine-year-old, he's had his 11th, a seventh stable change. Kelvin Hickmott has trained him before and won four races for him in Darwin. But as I say, first up, no trials, so who knows. And then number seven, Mr Noddy, this horse is fitting well. He's won his latest two at Kilcoy and then Nanango, but he's unknown in the wet. He just had one start previously on a soft track finished second last but went straight out for a spell so that's not much of a guide I think four's a safe way to go Four, three, one, seven. Race 2 Sunshine Coast take out 2, 6 and 7 and Harvester at $2.30 as the favourite has been runner up at all three starts yeah, I'm going with number 3 Summit Special two starts from a spell trained by Chris Lee was placed third first up on a heavy track at Port Macquarie and then finished midfield at Newcastle it's going to find this race easier than that Newcastle race was. It's got Blinkers first time. Ahead of number 10, Lady Valentine. Look, maybe needs this run as well. Locally trained filly with Stuart Kendrick. She missed the start a couple of lengths on debut at Ipswich. Um, finished just over two lengths behind the winner in fourth spot. So wiser for that here at home. Then I've got number one in Harvester, the horse you referred to. He's been at, he's had three starts, second on all three occasions, favourite every time. And last start, he was entered for three races over 48 hours. They decided upon Grafton. That track was a heavy eight. He was a dollar fourteen favourite and found one better. So that's got to be a worry. As for the rest, it's very hard to make a case for any of them. I've gone with number 11, Diwali Lights, because there was good money first up when fourth at Gatton. Didn't have any excuse there, but just the fact that they wanted to back it must have been showing them something. So I prefer three. Three, ten, one, eleven. Less than a minute away at Healesville, but we might get your thoughts on the third event. The scratchings are 1, 4, 8, 10, 11. Rations all the rage after a string of placings at $1.65. Deservedly so. Look, she's won one from 12 and placed second on six occasions, but to my eyes, she was unlucky not to win last start, and the previous three seconds to that, all very good efforts. She just gets back, and, you know, sometimes things don't go their way under those conditions. And she's running up here on a heavy eight. So justifiably odds on, hard to beat. Ahead of three, black boots, fitter for two from a spell. Hasn't seen a heavy track. Seven, hard and fit. Hasn't won for 483 days, just the same. And then number two, make Don first up from a spell. With the Gary Duncan stable, when they're fresh, I always trust the market. It seems to get it right 99 times out of 100. Hard to beat six from 372. Thanks, Howie. We'll come back and look at the rest of the program after Healesville Race 3. Slingshot Reaper all the rage, going for six wins in a row. Currently at close scope. We were previewing the Sunshine uh, Coast meeting. Nine races there today, a heavy eight uh, rating, but uh, there could well be a lot of rain through the course of the day. Howie Walter previewing the card. We're up to race number four, Howard, and the scratchings in the fourth are three, five, seven, eight, 
12, 13, 15, 16, 17, 19 and 21. Favourite is six master Tyler at $2.15. Yeah, look, to some extent, you've really got to respect what happens in the market here, and especially once they parade. I'm going for number one critical thinker. First up from a spell, no public trials. Has had three starts in the heavy, and he's placed on two occasions. That was a switch first up last time in over 1,200, and then he went to Doom and second up and placed third. So not concerned about the conditions, just want to see a positive move for him in the market first up. Number two, C. Pauling, I'm putting in for second on specs, had four trials in total. Won a Deegan trial on the soft 12 months ago, and the horse had beat at three starts since and won two races. And then recently, Barry Lockwood tried this horse again at Deegan, placing third on soft. So, all that betting usually a very good guide with Barry Lockwood horses. Tiff Brooker to ride, I thought that was positive. Uh, number six, Master Tyler. Now, this horse is the favourite. Had two trials down the track on both occasions. They backed it as if it was unbeatable first up at Doomben. So it was very heavily back, started favourite, settled third and weakened to run fifth. It was just a run at a game where there's smoke, there's fire, trained on the track. Uh, number four, Cracking Thunder. I've got it in. It's had two starts from a spell. Obviously, can strip fitter. Hasn't seen wet at all, but maps nicely. So one, two, six, and four, without a stack of confidence, which way to go. In race number four, results at Heelsville and Tote. Seven Slingshot Reaper wins again. A dollar thirty, a dollar oh four. Four Dakar, four dollars eighty. No third dividend for eight flying Fifi. Fourth in one, one thrill. Quidella seven forty. Exact nine ninety. The trifecta twenty dollars seventy. First four, forty two even. Running double four dollars. The trio three dollars and ninety. Race three Heelsville seven four eight and one. Race four scheduled for eleven forty two. How are we, Walter, previewing the program at Sunshine Coast? We're up to race number five. The scratchings are two, three, five, seven, eleven. And the popular pick is immediate response. Number 10's at 270. Snapping at its heels is Rose of Duporth at $3. Look, unless the fence is absolutely no good, I would have thought 10 immediate response gets her chance to break through here. She's placed four or five this time in. Uh, heavy eight, four starts ago at the Sunny Coast. Heavy eight at the Gold Coast last start. And she maps very well. There doesn't appear to be much natural pace outside of um, her in this race. I don't think they'll be going quick at all. Now, number 13, Rosa Duporth, is a logical danger. Missed the start three lengths first up. So, all things considered, her effort was sound to wind up finishing second in the 1,000-metre race. She only raced once on the heavy. And ironically, she met the immediate response that day. It was uh, 14 months ago. She finished fourth, a length behind immediate response. Now, I'm not saying there's a length between them right now, but that's just interesting. She's the obvious danger. Number one, Antino on the boo, first starter. Had two trials for Mark Smitzer at Scone, was unplaced both occasions, now with Adam Campton, and he's taken the trials twice for a win and a second. Uh, taking him, I should say. So, um, obviously, watch on it. Jimmy Ormond to ride, good sign. Otherwise, difficult to know, Dan. I've put a hot sauce in. This horse was very green on the boo, but kept trying. Finished 7th of 12. Got a lot to learn. She might need another run or two. I'll put her in as fourth pick. But I thought, unless the inside's off, 10 should be hard to beat. 10, 13, 1 and 8. Race 6, first leg of the main quaddy. Scratchings are 1, 3, 5, 7... 8, 11, 12, 13, 16, 18, wait, there's more, and 20. 
But all the rage here is Amity Gell at a dollar seventy-five. Hallie. Yeah, look, filly trained by David Van Dyke. She won here on debut over a thousand metres as a dollar twenty favourite off impressive trials, and she looked very good. She actually beat the immediate response that day. The horse I was tipping, I'm tipping in the previous race. And she looked to be metro-type, even just on that maiden win. And they did send her to Durban her, her second start. She was favourite. She was found wanting over the final 200 metres, but, um, you know, she's placed third. So back here at home, I think she'll look the winner turning for home, and it's just the 1,200. Hopefully she finds a little bit more than at Durban, but she should be hard to run down. Otherwise, the dangers probably come from Tony Golan Stable 4, being dreaming first up from a spell. Only Pryfesh finished fourth, but did win second up on a heavy eight track at the Gold Coast, and that's well here. Ryan Loney, Maloney's to ride. Not sure why, because he's ridden Amity Girl at her previous two starts, and he would normally ride for Dave Van Dyke, so I don't know what's going on there. 14, Morton Bay, the other golden runner, won second up. Faced the breeze, really toughed it out to, to win well. That was at this track and distance, and maps well here. And then number two, Love My Super, was beaten three links first up, finishing 10th. Has placed two or two second up, but hasn't seen a heavy track. So, yeah, the interesting riding changes, but 10, Amity Girl, deserves to be favourite. 10, 4, 14 and 2. Race 7, scratchings 2, 5, 6, 11 and 12. One Queen Sweeper heads the market at 2.70. Well, um, Sack Queen Sweeper, she's just run off the track at her last two starts. They've put a one-eyed... Uh, or what do they call it? Near side blinker first time. I'm going to try and make it go straight, but I've got to. Um, I thought she might go for a spell. I'm going to go with number seven, Siesta Key. First up, placed a close third in a recent trial, boasts a heavy track win at Taree, and that subsequent start was beating an eyelash on a heavy 10 track at Taree. Now, that was 14 months ago, but it's not old, you know, that's not that long ago. Chris Lee's had her at the time, so now with um, Jay Bellamy at the Gold Coast, first up, as I said but you know she'll get through the ground. Number nine, Kokopo Kitty, fitter for two from the spell. Covered ground second up, only beaten half a length. Gets down in weight. Four, Gadant, first up from the spell. No trials. This horse was originally with Mick Price, Kent Jr., then the Edmonds team, then Shane Stockdale, and now it's trained at Oakey. So um, country Queensland, Matt's well, and on best form would have a chance, but just who knows how Gdansk is at the moment. And then three, Kavak, first up from a spell, also maps well. Now, won a trial over Tumbler Ridge. Tumbler Ridge won at Toowoomba yesterday. Just not sure about the wet with Kavak, so I'm leaving it in fourth. But as I said, I think Queen Sweeper's um, a risky proposition the way she's been going sideways lately. Seven, nine, four and three. Race eight, Sunshine Coast. Scratchings three, four, seven, nine, twelve and sixteen. Number one, King Klaus at three dollars, but the favourite ten, Jasri Bell at two seventy. Yeah, this is the highlight of the day—a seventy-five thousand dollar race, and the obvious chances all race up on the speed, so it should be, um, you know, very competitive. Number ten, Jasri Bell, fitter for the first up, second, missed the start two to three lengths. She's not normally a risky beginner; she'll settle in the first three or four. She looks nicely in at the weights with fifty-five, and um, there's no concern about her in heavy ground. Number one, King Klaus. 21 starts, 11 wins, 5 seconds. What more could you wish for? He's won 3 or 4 in the heavy. He'll most likely lead, and he's a hard he's a hard customer to get past. 8 Carter, first up from a spell, previously trained by Joel Ryan and Cody Nestor, now with David Van Dyke. First up last time in, Cardiff won on a heavy 8 at Canterbury. 
he'll be up on the speed in the, in the run as well. So they look the obvious chances, 10, 1 and 8. Perhaps two Panino's best of the rest. Very hard horse to follow. Some days gets through the grounds, other days doesn't. 10, 1, 8 and 2. And in the last event, Sunshine Coast, the scratchings are 3, 6, 8, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 and 17. And gave us up is the even money favourite horse number nine two dollars. Look, I can understand why he's favourite. His best efforts make him favourite. What you're gambling on is whether it's time for a spell. Because he was a bit plain at Durnden last start. His three prior to that, a win in two seconds in wet ground, were all very good. I just worry about the way he didn't finish it off as a beaten favourite at Durnden last start. Got him on top. Take on trust. He does race well here. Number four, Magic in Me, maps very well on the speed. This race has got no natural pace aside from Magic in Me, so Zach Lloyd will get his chance to control things, and the horse won only prior in the heavy. That was a heavy nine at the Gold Coast 15 months ago. Number 19, achieved victory, placed fourth first, or finished fourth first up, but was running on strongly late, getting up 200 metres is going to help, and has placed three or four in heavy ground. And then 11, Lord Markell, Two starts from a spell, first up winner, placed third, second up, and only prior in the heavy ran second at Ballarat one day over 1,600, so I thought he'd had claims. 9, 4, 19, and 11. Okay, Howie, that's the nine race card at Sunshine Coast. What about your best bets and quality on the day? Well, as you said, try and find them early. I'll say the best bet is race five, number 10, immediate response. Hopefully we get that far. Best value, race one, number four, my best effort to get Swan Island beaten in the heavy. The quaddy, 14-14, the 3-4-7-8-9, the 1-8-10, the 4-9-11 and 19. And the player of the day, we mightn't get this far, Dan. It's the last race, a box Cornella in race nine. Four, nine, eleven, and nineteen. Now, if we don't get that far, it means we should have a little bit of leftover money in the bank for the next meeting. So, Howie, thank you very much, and and good luck. Hopefully, they get through it today at Sunshine Coast. Good on you, Dan. Howard Walter there looking at the Sunshine Coast meeting. The two meetings in New South Wales today, Tamworth and Queanbeyan. It's a good card at, at Tamworth with the Country Championships qualifier, and, and Kev Casey's casting his eye over that meeting today. Good morning to you, Kev. Yes, good morning, Danny. A little bit of rain uh, overnight and uh, nearly hours of this morning. A little bit more has just swept uh, through a couple of hours ago. So we're heavy eight here. We'll see where the track goes from now. I think they're probably fairly clear for the rest of the day, but it's, it's no doubt kept a, a few horses away, I think, from uh, the main race of the day, a couple in particular, but uh, it still holds up very strongly. We're going to have a look at the quaddy legs. So race five is the first leg there. Uh, the Race has scratchings of 2, 5, 6, 9, 13, 14 and 17. Uh, the favourites are down the bottom of the page. 11, Arcus at 290. 440, She's Contrary, number 12. 480, number 16, Auntie Moni. 550, 18, Majestic Wings. Yes, well, look, I'm with 16, Auntie Moni, who's... The knock here with her is that she hasn't won for some time. It was the winter of 2020, the last time she saluted, but she's come back in good style. She switches here to the home track. Uh, she probably crosses up on speed here. Her heavy track form is very good. Peaking third up at home. I think there's a fair bit to like about her. We we'll have to have her on top. I think she'll run well for you at uh, some each way odds almost. 
Uh, H Humanitarian, I thought, was uh, an improver too. Returned at Grafton, 1,000 metres. That was a real blanket. Horses ran seventh, only beaten three quarters. Uh, better suited here. Not sure on wet just yet, but just looks uh, to line up quite well in today's race, better than he did first up. So he's going in a second. Arcus certainly has a chance. Uh, resuming today, uh, one of Kuna Barabran maiden, going back to October. Bit of winning form from the, the, the place getters there. They ran reasonable time, comparable to the class two on a day. So he's trial okay. He's a home tracker here, 12 she's contrary. Uh, needs to do better than last start, but the wet track looks the key to her. She's run well on heavy both times. Certainly not ruling out Majestic Wings. Has a chance here for sure, but uh, my top four, 16 out of 8, 11, 12. 90 seconds away from race four, Heelsville. As we look at race six, Tamworth, scratchings 9, 10, 13, 14, 15. Open race, PD, number four, the favourite at 4.20. Well, I'm knocking PD here. Not sure the horse will even start favourite, uh, switching to the wet. Um, out of my quaddy, out of my top four here. Two Sagrado, I'm not sure about on wet. His two heavy runs were as a two-year-old in Sydney, early days. But he just looks classes above. First up for this stable at this level at Dubbo. And now he needs to bring it to a wetter track. He's on top for me. 12 Martian Queen. Not sure why she's the price she is. I thought her return was good. She'll fancy the wet and uh, get to a reasonable trailing spot. Six is off in his gaze. The home tracker. He races at Tamworth again after success last time. Jumping from 1,000 to 14. Uh, He... uh, Needs to handle a heavy, but uh, he should be able to do that. Three Dancer in the dark and one Surf Sonic. Both come through a, a good form highway. They're worth a mention. Two, twelve, six, and three, my top four. And we'll have a look at the last two races at Tamworth uh, shortly. The, the feature race in the day is the Country Championship Qualifier, which is race number seven. Behind the results there shortly. We're looking at the uh, Tamworth card with Kev Casey. We're up to the feature race on the program, race number seven. Kev and the scratchings are one, three, nine, twelve, which was It's Me. Uh, Nineteen and twenty are out. And... Two Banju is the favourite, three dollars forty. It's going for three wins in a row. Um, it's a good field. It's a good field. I think with scratchings in, I don't think there's any question whatsoever that this was clearly the strongest qualifier yet. Uh, obviously, it's me went to Flemington yesterday, and a few of the other, a couple of the others, I think, have uh, skipped the, the wet track. Uh, but it still holds up. I think probably is the best uh, qualifier so far. Uh, number four, Cecilia, is at big odds here, and she's at a track that she enjoys. Three starts here, always been in the Quinella. She loves the heavy. She's got the option to go forward. She's got that versatility to, to race forward on her day. Last start winner in a good race on heavy. That was the Queen of the North, a 60-odd-thousand dollar race at Port Macquarie, and she was on speed on that occasion, crossing from out wide. So, look, I think she's she's... Very big odds here. Twenty three dollars. I'm looking at uh, about her. Uh, she goes on top for mine. I think she's a winning chance. Two Banjo certainly that highway um, form should stand up uh, at uh, Kenzo on New Year's Day and a fortnight later Rose Hill where he absolutely ran away from them. He looks the probable leader here. At least he'll be handy. And uh, they've had this qualifier in mind since then. Ten Mister Hustle for um, Cody Morgan. 
Needs to come up a, a little and not sure about 1,400 like the stable mate Anathol. Needs to prove himself at 1,400. This might be 12 months too early for Ezekiel, but he goes in as third pick. Uh, pardon me, he goes in as, as fourth pick. Ten, Mr. Hustle is uh, the first upper here who's uh, certainly got a chance uh, given what he did in the highways last preparation, including winning one first up. Uh, so it's a busy race. Four, two, ten, and fifteen. Pardon me. The the uh, the order that I'm putting them in. A little chance at big odds to step Lee as well. It's a great race. Four, two, ten, fifteen. And the last of eight at uh, Tamworth. Uh, the scratchings are three, eight, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, and eighteen. We've got an odds-on favourite in the last, uh, Tel Bragar, Tel Braga, won its only start uh, on a heavy track, but $1.80 at the end of the day. Is it a good thing, Kev? No, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Look, Pikey's here, and he's, he's the long on jockey challenge favourite. He's riding this horse. is by Snitzel, out of uh, overreach. Thanks very much, Golden Flipper winner. So, bred to be anything. He fronted up to a narrow mine maiden uh, back in October, and he won. That's fine. No winners from behind him as yet. It wasn't in October. He's trialled okay. He could win this, perhaps, but uh, no, I'm looking away from him at the current price. For Lady Mafeed is a first-upper whose first prep for Luke Morgan was very, very good. Uh, at home today, no trial, but I think uh, should be able to set up well, front half at least, and uh, perhaps have last look for Lady Mafeed on top. One Kensington kid has good form on the home track, can handle and doesn't have deep, heavy track experience, but um, I think it'll handle it okay. 11 Jelani's in there in the mix as well as one the last two first-up runs, and then Tal Bragara, Dane, to include the horse in top four, four, one, 11 and 10 for the last. Well, he's the older brother of uh, of Lofty Strike by Snitzel out of it, overreach. Yeah, dollar yeah. eighty right. in the last. Like, Kev, what about your overall thoughts today, your best bets and quaddy? Uh, yeah, look, I thought in uh, one of the earlier races there, back in race four, we could have a go at um, uh, at the best bet. A horse uh, from the Chris Lee stable called French Marine. It was just so-so first up. I think it's far better suited today. It's run well down to a soft seven. I just think sets up a treat today, going from 1,000 to 1,200. Race four, number four, the best. Cecilia in the qualifier is uh, the best at value. So race seven... And uh, she was number four as well, race seven, number four. Quaddy, look, wide, a lot of numbers here, but uh, it's that sort of day. First leg, 8, 11, 12, and 16. The second leg, 1, 2, 3, 6, and 12. The third leg, 2, 4, 10, 15, and 17. And we're home with 1, 4, 10, and 11 there at Tamworth. Terrific, Kev. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy your day. Thanks, Dan. Tamworth and uh, Kev Casey there. Now, Hillsville Greyhounds race four. It's all clear. Four, seven, one, and five. Four, hello, George. Four, ninety, one, eighty. Seven, Keppel, a dollar. No third dividend, one, Maverick Sandy. Fourth in five, Coolant. Quinella, one, seventy. Exact ten dollars. The trifecta, seventy dollars, eighty. First four, one hundred and eighty three sixty. Running double, nine dollars eighty. Early quaddy, one hundred and forty four sixty. The trio, ten dollars and eighty cents. Race five, the next event, twelve oh seven for the first thing of the quaddy at uh, Hillsville Greyhounds. Racing today at Queen Beanne on a heavy eight as we welcome in Ian Humphreys to have a look at the quaddy legs. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Dan. How are you going? 
Yeah, well, thank you. Heavy eight you're dealing with it at Queenby Ann. And we'll look at the quaddy legs. The first leg is race four, obviously on a seven-event card. The scratchings are four and ten. And Cool Amigo, I reckon you'd be a Cool Amigo. $2.90, the favourite, number 11. Yeah, I'm going with the favourite here. But slowly away and battled on well on the boo as a Canberra. That was a probably stronger race than this. Doors barrier two here. Should be the leader and hard to beat. Uh, number nine, uh, Smart and Richie, one of the first starters in the Joseph um, Jones table was trialled well, so what's the betting there? Uh, number eight, Las Vegas Girl resuming, and number 12, Old Newmarket in for four. So up on 11, 9, 8 and 12. Race five, Queen Bean. The scratchings are 2, 10, 12, 13, 17 and 18. Uh, Pink Panther, the favourite here, took uh, eight starts to break through to win its maiden at the same track last start, but it's odds on it's a dollar ninety-five. Yeah, no, I think it's a bit short now. I'm going with number eleven here, Sprightly Emily. She's been good the past two runs in stronger grade races at Rose Hill and Kimber Grange. She loves the wet tracks. I think she looks well suited this class today. Uh, number four, no question, did enough in resuming. That was on the wet track, so here's the heavy fitter again today. The favourite pink panther, as you say, took a while to break through. And George Barry, 18 today, has got plenty of pace, but he might need some luck from out there. And between number 16, put to shame in for fourth. So I've done 11, 4, 14 and 16. And your top pick, Sprightly Emily, is the second favourite at $3.30. Race 6, Ian, the scratchings are 3 and 4. Island Bay Boy number five is the favourite at three dollars ahead of one. She's all in at three thirty. Yeah, he was heavily supported last out at Canberra over twelve hundred metres and uh, didn't really get warm. He's better suiting in at the mile today. He's at one start on the heavy track for an easy win, so he will be hard to beat. Uh, number two girls are ready. Also, uh, was just fair in that same race at, at Canberra in the Island Boys race. He got too, she got too far back as well. She's had nine starts on the heavy for four wins and three placings, so she can improve again today. And number one, she's all in the other main chance. Uh, gets him a last four-kilogram claim, and he's won two and three at this track. So there's the three chances. Put number nine, Zarafa, in for four. So I've gone five, two, one, and nine. And the last event, uh, race seven, scratchings are 11, 14, 15, 16 and 17. Well, this looks a tough race. $5 the field. One Chocky Gaff and six Sir Finner equal favourites. $5. Yeah, very tough race. I'm going with number three, Lady Kirkham. Wasn't given much chance. Second up when racing wide the trip. She has a good record at this track and also loves the heavy ground. So for better luck today, I think she'll be in the finish. Uh, number eight, cut to pieces. Was impressively breaking through last start. Even better suited getting out to this uh, extra trip today, the top one, Chockey Gap, cut the ground in a stronger race at Kemmer Grange last time. He loves these conditions and can improve in this class today. I'll put in number six, Thin, in for four. So in the last, it's gone three, eight, one, and six. And your best bets today, Ian? Uh, go back to race four. Your horse, Dan, called Amiga. I think she's probably the best. Not a strong race. Doors Barry, too. Gets through the ground okay, but she's the best. Uh, the value of the last one, uh, race seven, number three, Lady Kirk, at about $6. Uh, should be hard to beat. The quality of the first legs will take numbers 8, 9, 11 and 12. The second leg, 4, 11 and 14. Uh, the third leg, 1, 2 and 5. And the fourth, 1, 2, 3, 6 and 8. And the play of the day, I left something on Brody Lloyd, about $2.20 in the Jockey Challenge.
Okay, that sounds like pretty good value for Queanbeyan today. Ian, thank you and good luck. Thanks, Dan. So from one Humphreys to another Humphreys on the other side of a short break, uh, we'll talk with Luke Humphreys uh, about the Board Harness Cup meeting today and also George Ferruja coming up shortly to talk Greyhound Race. And uh, Luke Humphreys is heading out to Board, I think, for the first time today, Luke. So what to look forward to on their Cup program. Yeah, absolutely, Dan. I used to get off the bucket list. We've got Wangaratta and Sonata. I think they're the only two tracks left after the race. So uh, nearly ticked them all off, mate. Uh, no, a good little price. Okay, sounds good. What we might have to do, uh, the, the line's quite poor, so we might uh, we might try that line. Obviously, the area's uh, not uh, necessarily 100%. Um, have, you, have we got you back there, Luke? I'll just try again with you. Yeah, can you hear me, Dan? That's that's a little bit better. We'll see how we go, mate. We'll look at the quaddy legs. The first leg of the quaddy is the Trotters Cup Race 4, and there are no scratchings. Yeah, and this is an interesting race with uh, Lucky the on favourite for the Andy Gaff stable, uh, former New Zealander, uh, another former New Zealander for Andy Gaff and owner Norm Pinkham. And will obviously be hard to beat. I've gone with three marks poetry, though, number seven, a horse that's always had plenty of ability. Won a trial... At Bacchus Marsh a week ago yesterday by about 50 metres. So I think she's probably somewhere near her best. And her best form from her as a younger horse is more than good enough to win this. So uh, she's only got a 10 metre handicap. Um, so I think she can go close here in the trot race for number seven. As I say, very good horse on her day. Um, a bit, uh, and uh, just had a few problems though over the uh, time. And she's only had a, really about 13 starts. And she's about a five-year-old now. But um, I think she'll win if she's anywhere near her best. Two get lucky, obviously, the enthralling runner. One a Melton trial on Tuesday. Brad Chisholm's got the drive. And obviously, Norm Jenkins owned Andy Gap's train, former New Zealander, six plenty of boxes. Uh, number six for third, show me the Muller. Um, and fourth place, number one, lucky Pat Sunday, both off the front. Not going too badly, just being off the front. They might get a bit of an advantage over some of the back markers. Interesting trot. Seven, if she had her best, I think, and beat the favourite. Seven, two, six, one in the trot. $4.40, free marks poetry there. In the fifth event, the scratching is number two, small field. We might just get your numbers here, though. Five is the favourite, Speedy Eddie at 3.10. Yeah, I've gone seven, Claire Carroll, five, Speedy Eddie, six, Miss Tyler, one versus green. Claire McCall's on the value bet on the card, down 7.561. 7.561. The pacing cup race, number six, uh, scratch number three, favourite is one too many at a dollar. And uh, 55, Russell Jack Lee Sutton on the back of an Albury Cup win. Yeah, good name, and uh, he's a good horse. Um, he's got plenty of ability, and um, he was able to lead in the Albury Cup. Get it pretty easy in front, dash home, and look, I think he can do something similar today. Um, he's a pretty good horse. Look, I'm going with 4 1 2 Matty's at school. Two starts, two wins this prep, and the cover made one of the best bets. I lost six on though, Pumpkin could be the danger. He's got the outside front row drill, but he's a good horse on his day. He's around the 20 to 1 mark. He's the only drive on the card uh, for Darrell who's won the ball on five previous occasions. So, look, if he's anywhere near his best and he doesn't uh, have too bad a trip despite the wide, widest area on the front row, I think he's valued. Uh, for third, number seven, Strata Fortress, nice economical draw inside the second row. Should be close up, has been going well. And for fourth, ten-arm shadow boxer, um, who was fifth last start. And that was a caution seven days ago. But look, one too many. If he leads, he's going to be awfully hard to beat around the tight track. Four, six, seven, ten in the cup race. Six, and I made one too many. One of the better bits of the day.
And then the last event, again, we might just get your numbers, race seven, where it's clear of scratchings for beach time, favourite at 250. Yeah, seven point four eight. Alice Belavros seven going really well. I uh, think he can win. Nine Malava missed four beats time. Eight starts with Elvis. I seven nine four the key chance. But seven's going to be very hard to beat on his last two uh, runs when he's finished second back. And you touched on a couple of your your best bets there. So just remind us again of your your thoughts, your overall thoughts, best bets, and quality at bought. Yeah, best bet. Right, well, was in an earlier race. He's been touched on race two, number three, floating one caution last week. He's off the front runners, the favourite Patriot Strides off 20 metres. Patriot Strides got a bit to lose, a bit rocky in his gait still. So with a 20 metre advantage on the horse and probably good as well, I think Floody Mountain's a good bet in the secondary trot on race number three. Race six, number four, one too many, the next best in the cup, the favourite. So race two, number three, the best. Next best race, six, number four, with its best value in the first race, one number seven, Chalk and Cheddar. I think we had a nice run on the pegs. And was the one of the value bets along with race five, number seven, Clem Carter, which we touched on to race one, seven, and race five, seven, the two best value bets in that order. The quaddy, the first leg, race four, two, and seven in the trot. One, five, six, seven in the second leg, race five. Four and six in the cup, race six, the third leg. And the fourth leg, race seven, four, seven, nine. Forty-eight dollars for the full unit, Dan. Enjoy your day at Port Luke. Will do, Dan. Thanks a lot. Luke Humphreys there on his way to board. George Faruja talking greyhounds with us and getting some tips for Sandown today. Pretty exciting Horsham Cup program. What did you think of the major race there, George? Good, good, uh, good afternoon. It's 12 o'clock. Good afternoon. We just cl- uh, clicked over, mate. Yeah, look, uh, Tycoon <laughs> Sammy, he went in, um, Dan, as, as the favourite in the race and he didn't let anyone down. Of course, he took out the Terrellgren Cup last month and um, he backed it up with a very good Horsham win. In fairness, you know, once the box draw came out, he was going to be hard to beat. But the way he began and sort of accelerated, I don't think it would have mattered too much where he was drawn, to be to be fair. Uh, he's a very talented greyhound. And, look, he's racking them up now. He's got two country cups. We've seen Ferdinand Boy last year win four of them. And Typhoon Sammy's a, a similar type of dog. They've got that extreme acceleration. And he was too good. Americano missed second and lots of chatter the reserve. Uh, running third. There was a good meeting at the Meadows too last night where we've seen some greyhounds run some some quick time, including um, a greyhound for Daniel Powell, who's had a really good run at the moment as a, as a trainer running, a red reactor running 29.77. So all the attention will now shift to WA, um, Dan, where there'll be two Group 1 races or heats of the Group 1s next weekend. So we'll discuss them next Sunday with the Perth Cup and the Galaxy. But um, really uh, big races uh, Heading uh, heading up there on the in the west. There's uh, Sandown Park today. We might just get your uh, your quaddy numbers, your selections mm-hmm. in the quaddy, and also any best bets you might have there or anywhere for that matter. Yeah, no, all good. Uh, my quaddy numbers, Dan: one, four, and seven into two, six, and eight into one, two, four, and seven into seven and eight to come home. That last leg is very interesting, Dan. It uh, sees the return of Zach Kennedy, this greyhound who is so fast. But he does have a mind of his own in races. We haven't seen him since uh, running fifth in the Sale Cup. So it'll be interesting to see how Zach's energy goes. The best on the program for me, there's a lot of shorties there today, Dan. But I do like one in race three, number one, a ground called Left Right Now. I think he's getting better. He's won one from nine, but he's placed in a further five. I thought his win at Geelong two starts ago was good. He does show some good early speed. I think he gets an opportunity from the box draw here, Dan, to be really competitive. So race three, number one at Sandown. And uh, we'll be back uh, on air on Tuesday with Gareth for Off the Leash, where we'll discuss everything grain racing.
Yeah, look forward to that. And your best bet today is $3.10 at the moment. Sounds like it is a good play. Lovely to talk to you, George. Enjoy your afternoon. No worries. You too, Dan.